Hello, and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and this is episode 70. That just is insane to me. But more importantly, it is the start of Leader Out of Their Own Affiliation Month. This is something I did last year, and I loved it, so I'm bringing it back. And with me today is Foster. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on the show. No problem. Um, for those who do not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Of course. Uh, I'm Foster, the uh, author of The Friendly uh, Neighborhood Web Warrior. Uh, I've been playing Marvel Crisis Protocol since it started. Uh, uh, was one of the first people at my store to pick it up, and I just I love the game a lot, so try to get into the community as much as I can. Very nice. Um. And just as uh, my traditional icebreaker question, which character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? So I'm, I'm actually glad that you asked that because I have a character that is actually two characters that I want to see in this game. And it's Scarlet Spider. Mm. I want there to be a two-character box of Scarlet Spiders with Ben Riley and his old-school hoodie outfit. And with Kane Parker. Interesting, interesting. Um, not where I thought you were going. Uh, I can say that much. <laughs> I like to keep people on their toes. I, well, I thought you were going to go with the, like, I want a combined cloak and dagger model. I actually would love to see that as well. And it's just one of those things. One, cloak and dagger do not get enough screen time. I, I love Cloak and Dagger back when uh, I read Maximum Carnage and played that old school Maximum Carnage game. I think they're great characters. Did you watch any of the TV show? I actually haven't yet. Um, it's on my, my list of to-dos. So it is one of the two pieces of Marvel media that I respect the most. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Uh, because unlike the rest of the MCU, it is very focused on being satisfying to one audience rather than trying to satisfy all audiences and losing any, like, power and impact it has for that one audience, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's important is that people feel like they can see themselves and that <laughs> audiences can can uh, really enjoy content and not feel like they're, it's it's just everybody at one time. Also, I just really like the version of Mayhem. Fair enough. Um, half because it's a former Power Rangers actress who is playing it. Okay. Which which Power Rangers actress? Uh, it would have been Yellow Jungle Fury, if I'm remembering my... If I'm remembering stuff correctly. Okay. I, I stopped watching Power Rangers um, roughly at the... Uh, right after the Ninja Zords. But... Okay. I was always a big Power Rangers fan as a kid. This is about a power. This is a Power Rangers about a decade later. Okay. Okay. Um, because this was during the Disney era. Gotcha. Yeah, and that because I remember like Power Rangers got sold and then bought and then sold and then bought. It was like it was a back and forth, and so that's always great. <laughs> the one season I do highly recommend you go back and check out is RPM. Which is their Mad Max season. I'm actually writing that down right now because <laughs> you said Mad Max and I all I can hear is two men enter, one man leave. 
kind of, it's the Power Rangers are defending the last stronghold of a humanity after uh, an AI starts a robot revolution. So it's Power Rangers meets Mad Max meets Terminator. Gotcha. I'm here for it. <laughs> it is insane and I love it. That's what Power Rangers should be. It's a it's a television show about people in spandex piloting, you know, giant robots. Yes, and then they their comic books did their own infinite crisis, and it's amazing. I actually, the Battle for the Grid, right? Yes. I did read that. It was actually what got me back into Power Rangers, and I started playing the uh, fighting game, too. Oh, I, I love that fucking fighting game. It's fantastic. I just, I keep getting beat in it, so I'm just like, all right, one day I'll come back to you, and I shall master you. Yeah, as, as a fighting game nerd, I was so excited when that got announced and showed off, and it just keeps living up to expectations. Oh, yeah, it reminds me a lot of um, old Marvel versus Capcom games, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not the game I'm focusing on right now because Multi-Blood got new characters, and I'm loving full-powered CL, but it is still a fun game. Yeah, Multi-Blood is good. Yeah. Too. But none of that is what we're here to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who did you bring for us today? So I'm bringing, uh, amazing Spider-Man today because I am the uh, friendly neighborhood web warrior. So I thought I'd bring the most amazing web warrior to, yes. uh, to the table. So he is a character I've been playing as a leader a fair bit recently and having a lot of fun with. Um, See, and for me, I've just, he's never made it to the leadership spot except for a couple times. But even then, I did enjoy playing with him. And I think I just need more reps with him to really bring out his potential. Yes. Uh, but he is annoying. I mean, it's suited. <laughs> yes. He is a five threat. So there is also that. But he is, um, the way he does collisions on his attacks. As well as that witty banter. Oh, yeah. No, witty, witty banter is amazing. The collisions are amazing. His mobility is amazing. He's just... Everything about the character is good stuff. Yep. So, uh, you mentioned to me before we started recording that you had a couple places you were thinking about straight off the bat. So, what are those? So, I actually love Pete and Dark Dimension. And I know that he takes up a lot of spot a lot of uh, threat alongside uh, Dormammu, but mm -hmm. I really like him there. But where I truly love him is in Avengers. Avengers. Okay, yeah, getting that one-cost web swing. So the thing about Pete, I kind of dissect him into two separate parts when I play him. Mm -hmm. He's either highly mobile because of his long move and his medium base, mm -hmm. and he is one of the tankiest characters in the game. Um, I actually love to I don't like to do the stats, but I like to look at stats. So I let, you know, websites do it for me. Yeah. And so I actually pulled up the stats on his chance to actually be harmed by your basic strikes in the game that are strength five. And legitimately, without doing witty banter, you have a 55% chance of taking zero damage mm -hmm. from basic strikes in the game. And so I also see him doing really well in Sam Vengers because there's nothing worse than thinking, I finally got amazing spider-man to die and then you accidentally kill somebody else in the process or you daze somebody else and peter's like I, I, I got an additional life now let's go yeah uh <clears throat> i so it's it's with how swingy this game can feel 
sometimes he feels a lot less tanky than he mathematically is. Yep, that is true. That is true. But I think that with his ability to reroll one of their dice on, on the attack, I think that he usually comes out ahead uh, nine times out of ten. Uh, he does have a very big issue with people like Venom who prevents him from rerolling. Yeah, yeah. Venom is is my bane whenever I play Web Warriors and Marked for Death. Marked for Death uh, kind of bonks me upside the head. I'm very sorry I have put that into the meta. It's it's funny because um, in my local meta, it wasn't there for a long time. And then I saw it everywhere. I was like, I feel... I'm I'm feeling pretty discriminated against right now. <laughs> pretty persecuted with all these marked for deaths here. <laughs> I will say I have been talking about marked for death for like a year now. It's it's a fantastic card because it doesn't just take care of web warriors. It also takes care of people like uh, Strange mm-hmm. um, and anybody with those those definitive rerolls that can really ruin your day. Well, and also I've just sometimes used it on an Angela to keep her in place. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, so it's it's such a good multifaceted card. Oh yeah. Um Are there any other places that jump out to you as places you want to talk about? Oddly enough, um and it's kind of the same thing with Sam Wilson. I think he would do really well in Crime Syndicate with uh Wilson Fisk. Mm, okay, yeah. Cuz one of the big things about this game is getting people off of points and as long as Peter counts as two, it doesn't matter if they throw or toss you or push you off of a point because he's got a web swing and yep. every other turn he's just going to web swing back onto it. Mm-hmm. And that's if he didn't generate power with his uh, builder. So yep. I think that his two, his three real good outside of affiliation homes are ultimately going to be Dark Dimension, uh, Avengers on either side, or Crime Syndicate under Wilson Fisk. Well, I have another option I want to throw to you. All right, let's hear it. Mystique Brotherhood. Yep. Yep, that would be a problem. Because <laughs> he can run to the middle, get the middle extract, and then go back and still have that power because of the extract rebate, which helps his, like, power rotation a fair bit. And yep. when you have three power, you can... And, and you are uncontested on a point, you can set down that hood and go across the board. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then on top of that, him being able to bounce around the map as quickly as he does allows you to leave things like Mystique's marker on the table to have somebody holding a back point to pick up a a, a, a token and then get that power, like you said, refunded. Mm-hmm. And I think that would ultimately be very, very annoying to fight against. Yeah. And I, I think that leadership keeps getting underestimated. We actually, um, one of my buddies writes the uh, Mutant Manifesto, mm-hmm. and uh, that's pretty much the only, outside of Magneto, that's what he plays is Mystique. And uh, a lot of people get caught off guard when out of nowhere he's got points and they have none. Yeah. So uh, I, I will throw this so you can pass it along. Has he lo- uh played any wasp in mystique affiliation i don't think he has okay it's another long mover for you with a lot of evils uh and stealth um and if you bring pin particles you can pin particles on mystique's turn so you get a f- throw they can't brace 
I am going to go ahead and suggest that to him tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because I didn't even, I have not even thought about that. With, yeah. And that that's one of the things I love about this game is that there is so much in it that it makes list building non non static. Yeah. Um, but now that we also have Juggernaut, you can stack Pim Particles and Juggernaut's tactics card spell on the same target during Mystique's turn. That's absolutely disgusting, and I love it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think he could show up in uh, Mystique Affiliation. I also think Cabal. Yeah, I actually was looking at him for Red Skull Cabal. I had that as one of my notes uh, just to generate more power to get through because his uh, his spender is actually one of the hardest hitting spenders in the entire game. Very fair. Um, the thing with me and Think Cabal is that with his medium base long move, you can actually activate him late in the turn in Sinkaball and just run them onto a back point with a lot of people on it. Even if you don't win that point, you are suddenly dis- have the potential to disrupt two to three pieces. Mm-hmm. And then he, he as a character, is likely to survive being thrown that far in the deep end. Well, and I think the real nice thing about it, and the way that I look at this, is a movement, because if I remember right, Sin Cabal is a small move, or a small push, correct? Yes. And um, and then afterwards, you roll again for each uh, asset extract within two of a character, and if they and if you succeed on it, they drop it. Yeah, well, and I think that, so one of the ways I look at, like, say, sword base is that sword base essentially staggers a character. Yeah. And I think that being able to do that with uh, Peter, like on, say, Gamma Shelters, mm-hmm. that's a that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. And, okay, fun thing about Gamma Shelters timing. Uh, you do the push for, um, uh, Thinkable before the damage effect. So you can push them out of Gamma Shelter range so they take a damage. Yep. That way Peter's getting even more damage output on a character that's not supposed to be truly offensive. He's supposed to be more annoying and movement-based. But, I mean, damage is damage, and especially damage that they don't get power from is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then also, just in general, Midnight Suns. Yep. Midnight Suns. I didn't bring up Midnight Suns for only one reason, and it's because I think that everybody fits in Midnight Suns. <laughs> Some fit more than others. Well, that is true. But I think that, uh, as we've seen with a lot of, of tournaments and a lot of leagues in this game, movement is king. Yeah. And being able to just place yourself back within range one, it really throws people off. And, mm-hmm. again, I... Smaller bases don't benefit quite as much, but medium and above, it's a game changer for everybody. So, we've talked about a lot of options. Is there one that you want to dive down into? So, I'm actually thinking I want to do uh, Avengers. Okay. And and the only reason why, I actually just got off of a uh, tournament this past weekend uh, for the Battle for the Bayou uh, Mm. qualifier and took first with my Avengers list. Okay, so you have some experience with them, Avengers. I have a little bit, yeah. 
Well, prepare for me to throw jank at it. <clears throat> That's my second favorite flavor of ice cream. <laughs> so what is your, after both captains, because I think we want both captains here. Um, yeah, I'm thinking both captains are definitely in need. Uh, what is your next adventure that you put in? Because we have a lot. Yes. Actually, oddly enough, my next character isn't even an Avenger. <laughs> Uh, the next character actually is is uh, Black Cat. Mm, yes, just so you can get that synergy between the two of them. Exactly. I think that Black Cat works out really well on both sets of Avengers, and being able to steal for two on a turn is amazing. Yes, and then it also allows you some uh, Cat in the Spider plays. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is a very good card. Yes, Cat and the Spider is is amazing, and I'm surprised more people aren't playing it. But I think that as the game progresses and people play more Amazing Spider-Man, we'll probably see it more often. Yes. So, who are your like staple Avengers that you want in the list? I'm thinking Iron Man definitely has to be in there. Okay. Um, displacement. Uh, he works well in both Sam and Steve Avengers. Mm-hmm. And he still gets his ability to ricochet blast with both of them, if I remember correctly. Yes, I'm pretty sure you are right there. And ricochet blast is one of... I actually got rocked by a Helios laser in this last tournament, and my opponent went ahead and just dropped 20 power into it. Mm -hmm. And my first thought was, but you could have ricochet blasted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just, I love Ricochet Blast. Uh, anything with rerolls makes my, my day really, really happy. And so being able to do that, I think, is kind of essential for it. So I would definitely make sure that uh, Iron Man is in this list. Mm-hmm. Um, can I throw a character who I've been loving? A fair sure. Uh, Miss Marvel. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think she works fairly solid in both Avengers. She is affiliated. And also, she's just surprisingly good when you get her on the table. Because what? When she's in big, she gets three rerolls. Yeah, she she is uh, she's a menace, and she has her own push. Mm-hmm. She has her own push and a throw. Yep. Yeah, she don't play. Yeah. And when we were talking earlier about, um, you know, I think that pretty much anybody is good in Midnight Suns. She has her own Midnight Suns ability with her transform. Only it's better. Yeah, because she's on that huge base when she gets big. Yes. And then she transforms back to small so you don't have the disadvantages of a big base. Exactly. Yeah, she's she's a character that I would not be surprised if I saw more of on the table from a lot of uh, top players. She does a lot. So, for our next character, I think that we probably need to include Vision. Ooh, yes. Yeah, Vision is is the... He goes everywhere in Avengers. Under Sam, he lines up these ridiculously long energy beams. Mm-hmm. And under Steve, he has a one-point throw, and that's just dumb. Yeah. And I'm here for the stupidity. Yes. Because if I remember right, and I'm pulling them up right now, I think it's a medium throw, too. Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Size three. <laughs> medium throw for one. I, you know, it's just one of those things. It's, you love to see it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, Venom. Venom has that same synergy with Cap. Oh, yeah. 
the only downside is uh, Vision eats his lunch with that two energy defense. At times. Yeah. But then, I mean, sometimes it's also he gives you the power to do so many snacks and you just rear back and eat him. So. Well, I also, I was way back in the day, I played the Thanos Spider Foes list. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I invented that list, and it was, when you have a flipped Venom doing a so many snacks with Death's Decree on the opponent's turn to one-shot the attacking character and heal to full health. That's, that's dumb. Also, Dog Dog, <laughs> extremely scary with extra dice. Yeah, I, um, I played Dog, the last time I played Spider-Foes, I actually hit my opponent for six on a four dice builder because I hit two wilds. Oh yeah. No, um I death decreed for a I think it was eight dice uh builder on like turn two because they got thwacked turn one to one shot a Thanos. Absolutely disgusting. Cause I rolled four wilds. That's crazy. Uh-huh. So we've got two, four, six, seven characters so far, which means we only have three left. And Avengers do love to keep mainly Avengers. Yes. Um, I actually think War Machine should probably be one of them. Ooh, okay. Yeah, um, he plays really well with uh, Sam Wilson Avengers. And I think one of the big things, when you make a dual list like this, you have to make sure that you are playing both sides of it and have at least... Some characters who specialize and some generalists. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Uh, let me look. There are so many people in this affiliation. It's it's a ridiculous. I actually, it's one of the few things that I, I'm thinking of for the game where I'm like, I'm actually a little bit scared because if they if this affiliation grows anymore, it's going to be hard to balance. Yes. I, 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 I think Avengers needs to be split in two. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, I think that they'll probably eventually do that where it's some Avengers work only with Sam Wilson, some only work with Hulkbuster, and some only work with Captain America. Because right now it just seems like the generic throw the good guys into it if they don't have specific spaces. Yeah. And it, so. I also think we're going to get to that point with Cabal. Yeah, because Cabal, I mean, I'm still very surprised by some of the Cabal choices, like Magneto. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know why they put in a literal Holocaust survivor with a Nazi. Well, but... so I'm expecting them at some point to do a mutant leader for Cabal. Yeah, I could see that. And like, this is just planning ahead because they know that model will come out eventually. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, because there are, I want to say, three or four um, Brotherhood models in Cabal. Yeah. But I'm, while I don't want to see it happen, I would not be spiced if Emma Frost or Sebastian, uh, whatever. Sebastian Shaw. Shaw, yes. Uh, End up being. You can see Shaw. Yeah, leading Hellfire Club as as a leadership for Cabal. I could definitely see that just because Hellfire Club was kind of real far reaching in the comics. Yeah. I just hope that they don't do it with Emma Frost. And the only reason why it's not because I have like a, a huge uh, affinity for Emma Frost. 
it's more of a i feel like in the more modern comics she has spent more of her time being a hero than a villain well also in the more modern comics all the mutants have spent more time being a hero than a villain <laughs> i mean that that's definitely fair but i'm thinking back to like even like 2000s before we had krakoa yeah she, she was she was coming in and the most villainous thing that she did was break up a marriage so yeah well she's always been a homemaker yeah and there's a reason why she's not one of my favorite characters <laughs> i my only hope is that because i do love her dearly and i have two mm-hmm. hopes about her one that she does not have the cuckoos as minions because i want the cuckoos <sighs> to be a separate character i'm actually hoping there are three characters that you can activate all at once it's a new uh new thing i i have thought about that and like I have, I have talked to some more game designing people, and they're like, yeah, that's a mess. Yeah, I could see that. That would be a giant mess, balance wise. Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping that Kuko's is not a minion for Emma Frost because I could see them doing that. Yeah. And two, I hope they do her more modern character design instead of her trashy '80s outfits. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of hate the 80s outfits in general, but Emma Frost is one of the worst. I mean, can we really call it an outfit? <laughs> she was a pinup model in every page. Yep. Gotta sell them comic books. Mm-hmm. And like, how do I face this? I am not above the trashy comic book. I am still reading Vampirella. But there is a difference between trashy comic books that know they are trashy and understand that and trashy comic books that are trying to be more than that. Yeah, because there is a definitive message and an underlying theme to X-Men. Yeah. That doesn't go along with that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Side note, the new Vampirella comics are really weird and interesting and I like them. Nice. I, I never really got into, I really love, I, as a kid, I love Marvel so much that I, I didn't really stray too far from my Marvel bubble. Cause once I find something that I really like, I consume it until it's uh, disgusting to me. It's kind of like a uh, fettuccine Alfredo in that way. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So our characters we're actually up to eight now, which, yeah. uh, with with a with a roster so vast, it's kind of a dangerous place to be. Yes, it is. Um, a weird side pull that I want to go f- talk about may not be a good idea, but something I want to talk about. Um, since we already have Miss Marvel, who's one of our affiliated characters, do we want to talk about Captain Marvel? Yeah, let's do that. I think Captain Marvel doesn't get a lot of screen time, to be honest with you, and I think she's really, really good in Steve Avengers. Mm-hmm. She's really good in Steve Avengers. Uh, she works well with Miss Marvel. Um, also, just how defensive does she get when she's in binary form plus a witty banter next to her? Yeah, I think that having Captain Marvel under Steve Avengers because there's also some of the, that we have to look at if they're attacking with an energy attack under binary form and with St- with uh, witty banter. Oh yeah. I'm fairly certain she's pretty much guaranteed to not take damage from energy attacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So and it, yeah. Well, and I'm also looking at the Danvers special. She kind of does what Vision does, but on bigger people. Yes. So that's that's amazing. Let's let's do it, Captain Marvel. Let's go. Yes, and that leaves us one last choice. Um, do you have something that jumps out to you? Because I I can always bring in some spice. So actually, let's let's stay on the Kamala Khan train. How do you feel about Miles? Miles is an interesting beast. Um, I think he's very good. Um, but I also feel like he's he would compete with Amazing Peter. I think that he would. But if we had actually, no, yeah, you're right. Because I'm looking at our numbers right now. We got four. Yeah, that might be too much. Yeah. Too much spider. Yeah, too much spider. Darn. Another yeah. day. We'll do a uh, a better tomorrow. Yes, uh, I've I've played it a lot <laughs> in Inhumans. It's such a good card. Oh my god! A range three transform is insane. Yep, and then you get to put Miles within one of her. Yep. I think that depending on what scenarios you're doing, you can actually get Miles completely across the map by doing that. Oh, yes. It, it is kind of terrifying. I've been playing it on Scoundrels to yep. rotate Miss Marvel, Marvel and Miles from a flank to the middle, and then Miles can then uh, web swing to one of their back points. I've actually done it with, um, I got smacked by a juggernaut one time mm-hmm. and it just obliterated miles. Yeah. Like just completely took him out. And so on the next turn I had miles and miss Marvel. And so miles, I think it was, um, alien ships mm-hmm. miles hit uh juggernaut with a venom blast, picked up the token and then did a better tomorrow and just got out of there. Yep. He was out of there, man. And so I'm like, yep. Juggernaut, it doesn't matter how fast you are. Yeah. You're not catching up with Miles. So, uh, I'm just going to throw a couple janky options at the wall. Let's do it. Uh, first off is Mr. Sabretooth. I do love me some Sabretooth. Another long mover to go down the board with your amazing Peter. He has healing factor, which if you combine that with witty banter, because his big issue is he doesn't have a lot of safety net. Witty yeah. banter suddenly becomes a safety net, and so suddenly, and then you get one cost counterattacks in Steve Avengers. Yeah, that would be disgusting. So that is something to keep in mind. Um, also on the witty banter synergy train, and also another long mover, but a little bit cheaper, is Proxima Midnight. Proxima is a fantastic model. You get damage reduction already, and then, uh, but when you're martial powering using witty banter to reduce their attack total to under your block total, so they take damage. Mm-hmm. It's always funny when somebody takes more damage from a counterattack, mm-hmm. just for than you ever would. I actually have lost characters due to that because I got hit three times in a row with it. It's just like Jesus. Uh, we have to talk about the old Steve, uh, Steve Avengers classic of Loki. Loki is very good. My only fear with Loki is I like to take him with the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. And at that point, if we're playing Amazing Spider-Man with Loki, we're 10 points out of affiliation. Yeah, that's a little bit much. But I had to bring it up. Yeah. You know what we're missing, though? Mm-hmm. is a two-threat. Yeah. And uh, I think there was one... 
that we could use in the OG Black Widow. Yeah. She brings stealth. Mm -hmm. She has martial artist, which along with Pete can go ahead and keep her alive for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, she does have uh, the ability to steal uh, power from your opponent. Yeah. She... So it's it's a lot of my feelings around Coolbox Black Widow are um kind of shaded by the fact that Agent Widow is my favorite model in the game. Yeah, I can see that. She that is an amazing model. Yeah. Um so I don't get so I I very rarely play Coolbox Widow. Um but I do, if we're talking about two-pointers, I do quickly want to bring up an out-of-affiliation, too. Um, yeah. And an old standby, Okoye. Okoye is very good with the uh, with the bodyguard ability. Yeah. Bodyguard, plus the reroll from General Dumoulage, and martial artist, and witty banter. Yep. The only other one that I could I could think of outside of a Koye as a two threat would be Toad. Toad, yes. Toad is also yeah. very solid. Um He probably gets the most out of the leadership, actually. Yeah, because being able to slippery for one is ridiculous. Or hop or finders keepers. Yeah, I mean all of his abilities are two, I think. Yes. And so out of nowhere it's oh, because that's actually the last game of the last tournament was, yeah, Toad was able to move halfway across the map because he had three power and got shot for one twice. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then also just people underestimate spit acid, but suddenly turning in, in, uh, not Steve, uh, Falcon Avengers. Yeah. Sam. Sam. There's the name. <laughs> it's like it starts with an S. No, not Steve. <laughs> you know how your brain goes like that sometimes. Oh yeah, sometimes you get you get fixated on the one thing. But like spit acid as a setup for a beam team is very scary. I I will say this: spit acid, not spit acid, but incinerate as a condition is um, top three conditions for me. Interesting. Yeah, I, um, as again, someone who's uh, played a lot of conditions, what are your top three? So, I mean, stagger, of course, yep. being able to take somebody's activation, mm-hmm. um, and then from there, um, judgment. Okay. Yeah, judgment is is one of those because it it creates a huge imbalance when fighting with somebody else. Okay. Because yeah. they can hit you and give you power and gain power, but when you hit them back, they don't gain anything. Mm-hmm. And then uh, number three is actually tied, depending on what team you're playing, between Shock and Incinerate. So it's... Uh, I actually put Stun above Shock and Incinerate, personally. Okay. I can see that. Yeah, only being able to give one power is pretty amazing. Yeah. Because it also bones so many characters who have inbuilt multi-power generation in their kit that they're designed around the fact that they gain two or three power a turn. Yeah, I mean, um, Iron Fist only getting one power a turn is is crippling for what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. I'm so. Superior Strange only gaining one power a turn is crippling. 
oh yeah, no, he doesn't do anything after that. He just kind of sits there and is sad. Mm-hmm. And then so I, yeah, and I I think that that um, the nice thing about the game is that status effects in general are things that not a lot of people think about, but depending on the status effect, it's 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 game shifting. Well, also the best card, the best art in the game is on a card that deals with status effects. Which one? Uh, kick them while they're down. Ah, uh, yes. I'm waiting for the day that kick them while they're down becomes like there's a faction that really takes advantage of it. So, uh, I've been playing it in Amazing Peter just because you have Crystal and Hawkeye there as your two oh, yeah. out of affiliation threats, and you're always it's always at least one reroll because you can play it with someone, and then the person who's activating can spend one to give them slow no matter what. Yep, that's true. Uh, but um, I just love that it's Kingpin throwing stripper, mo- stripper money at Daredevil. <laughs> Am I wrong well, in my description? No, no, you're not wrong. But, I, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, and this might get me some hate towards the blog, but, you know, got to speak my truth. Anytime Daredevil gets beat up, I'm here for it. <laughs> I, I am strictly medium on Daredevil. I just want a Jessica Jones model. Yep, I'm here for a Jessica Jones model, but anytime I I hear about Daredevil, you know, getting beaten up, I'm like, I'm yes. Can can you please tell me the full story? So I'm sad to say, my amazing Peter list. I do play Daredevil. No, I trusted you. So here's the thing: you can't play forecast Peter, and uh, you're trying to be a versatile mid range team, not a aggro aggressive team with this. You, you're trying to be a, a like a move around the board team, and so you can't yeah. play Venom. So your only forecast in affiliation option is Daredevil. Can can I be honest? Mm-hmm. I'd rather not play with those four threat points. I, <laughs> I he does work for me. No, no, I'm I'm not saying that he doesn't, and I'm I'm mainly joking around about not yeah. wanting to play those four threat points. Um, I just. I actually wrote an article about Daredevil not too long ago mm-hmm. um, where I, I was like, yeah, I would bring Sabretooth. He does everything that Daredevil does, but better. Um, not but always. Not always, right. But, I mean, it's one of those things. Again, I think it might also be I don't like Daredevil too much as a character. Yeah. I'll blame Ben Affleck for that. Reasonable. <laughs> um. No, I just, I have had the games where you do seven dice counterattacks on all webbed up tones with Daredevil. And that that is definitely fair. I can see that most definitely. Because um, you have someone else do all webbed up and you're next to one. They're like, okay, let's take care of Daredevil. Oh, wait, I forgot he's a web warrior. He hit me back. Oh, suddenly he has five power. He's going to move up and then Devil's Deliverance on all webbed up. And I am dead. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So for for the list though, um, why don't we put Okoye in? Okay. Yeah, it's been a while since yeah. since we've really seen her all that much. Well, it's like you said, one of the big things for her is staying alive anyway. And with General Dodora Milaj and Peter kind of you know making fun of people to make them fail. Yeah. A two threat bodyguard who is hard to injure is is not something to be sneezing at. Yeah, and it can help you out when you don't have the power to flip vision or you have Black Cat with an important 
uh, extract or something like that. It's actually uh, kind of funny. Back when I, I've been playing Avengers on and off since the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. and I actually came up with a list called uh, Protect the Witch, where the core of it was Steve, Sam, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And then just like a Koye, other people to body block for Scarlet Witch. And all you do is you just essentially say, okay, well, Sam is going to do drop off with, um, or sorry, airlift mm-hmm. with uh, Scarlet Witch every turn to get her into the middle of the board. So she's always firing off twice. Yeah. Um, was that a team where you got to play Black Dwarf? It was not. Um, ah. I just, I haven't played Black Dwarf enough. And part of it is, is because I feel he is, he has something that nobody else in the game has at the moment. And that's a size four body for four on a mm-hmm. large base. Yeah. I just, I really wish that they had made it to where he didn't have to pay for his ability to get more power. Well, not sorry, more power, more dice. Mm-hmm. Um, just not given the power that Juggernaut gets when he moves, just a baby version of it. And I think that he would out of nowhere be so much better. Yeah. That that is certainly something. It is we're comparing a new design to an old design. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I think that at some point we'll probably either see an updated Black Dwarf one way or the other. Um he'll either be updated in that they do what they did with uh Corvus and Proxima. Yep. Or they'll make a new Black Dwarf model kit mm-hmm. to kind of fix some of his problems. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, Secures. What What are we going with for Secures? Let's take a look. Sorry, everything's going super slow. Um, I actually think one of the Secures does, oddly enough, need to be um, Gamma Shelters. Okay. Yeah, we have that ability to get into that backline turn one super, super easily. And then, I mean, Peter is hard to kill. So yeah. just leave him in the back area. And now they have to overcommit to taking out Spider-Man, which in turn makes it so much more difficult for them to actually score the three points in the back. And also we just get beam team on that because we get what? Uh, Sam, War Machine, uh, Vision, Peter. Yep. And at that point, it's, yeah, War Machine and Vision are just going to be shooting down the lane. Yeah. And so you you have one of two choices. You either get out of the range of the beams, because they both have pretty hefty beams, or or you take them out, and now Peter just lives forever. forever mm-hmm. Or you try to kill Peter, and you just keep getting beamed to death. Yeah. Um, I think in a similar but different way, I want to talk about intrusions. Ooh, I like it. Um, this is another scenario where Beam City loves it. Um, and also we get surprisingly wide at 19. Yeah, and at that point you can add in Peter with um, with Steve, and that's 9. So you can do 10 points worth of models however you want to kind of dish it out. Yeah. Which would allow you to do Vision, Iron Man... And uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah. Or Vision, uh, Vision, War Machine, and Black Cat. 
yeah, you could do that too. Or if you really want to get saucy, you could do Vision, Captain Marvel, and Okoye. Or if you want to get really, really saucy, you can get Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, Black Cat. Yep. And, and then the out of nowhere, that, yep, that gives you fan club. Fan club and Cat in the Spider. Yep. And at that point, it's you've got a lot of synergy rocking out on that map. Yeah. So I I do I do like intrusions because also it's another place where Beam City can just win the game. Yep. And it's also it's one of those that you are very flexible in how you can approach nineteen with this list, oh, yeah. which means that you can tailor what you're doing to the uh, extract play. How do we feel about scoundrels? I actually like scoundrels, but there's another one that I also like that I kind of wanted to talk about. Okay, the quick thing I and, want to talk about with scoundrels. All right, go ahead. Which is the kind of uh, just utter ramp of protection you get between cover and woody banter. Yes, uh, Spider-Man on that map is a complete and utter menace. Mm-hmm. You can't shoot him effectively. And if you want to get close to him, he just says, I don't want to be close to you. Yeah. Uh, but what are you thinking of? I was oddly enough thinking of sword base. Very fair. Uh, that would be what a Sam Peter Miss Marvel. Uh, and then Iron uh, Man, War Machine, or Iron Man, yeah. And the only reason why I say uh, sword base is well, not say uh, the reason why I thought of sword base is because I feel like nobody plans for sword base anymore. A little bit. I think a lot of people just don't enjoy playing it, so they don't bring it in their list. Yeah, and that's fair. It is. It's a feast or famine. Oh yeah. Uh, scenario, and people don't really like those. But my thought is on sword. Peter can reposition on any sword portion every turn. Oh yeah, he can so, travel so far. Yeah. So if you if your opponent says, "Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and start dedicating myself to the middle." Peter says, cool, I'm going to go take the point that you just left alone. Yeah. So, but I think either one would work out really well. Um, superpowered Scoundrels makes it to where Peter is is very difficult to kill, but it also makes it to where Iron Man and War Machine are that much harder to, to decimate. Uh-huh. And, like, Miss Marvel, who can at times be a, can at times fall down like a paper tiger. Uh, yeah. She suddenly... And, like, I would need to measure it, but how much of the big base covers the span between, like, one, like, just in on one portal can you transform and be just in on a different portal on the middle? I would have, I would have to measure it as well, but I think the other thing that I'm looking at is, is that with a little bit of understand where your opponent wants to go, that big base that she gets can body block out or force your opponent to do two moves to get onto the actual extract point. Well, the uh, secure point. Actually, no. No? I thought that it could. Uh, it could if she was ever in that form on your opponent's turn. I forgot about that. Yeah, she doesn't get to stay in that form, does she? No, she does That's not. That's lame. Never mind. Don't listen to me. Edit that part out. People can't know that I'm stupid. I'm sorry. I do no editing on this show. No! <laughs> um, a different one that I do want to talk about, just quickly. Because I think we have a very solid team for it, is Terrigen Clouds. 
yeah, Terrigen Clouds would be very, very good with this list. Um, just we have the people to annoy the people on the point. The point is dealing damage. And just Amazing Peter, once again, can just go across the map. Yep. And I think the other thing that's really nice about this is that um, two of our members are actually immune to poison. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we could legitimately play um, Sam Wilson with Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel and Amazing Spider-Man and then just kind of season mm-hmm. those last five points if we're playing 20. Yeah. And uh, out of nowhere, it's a very, very tanky list that is that a third, a half to a third of the list is immune to the status effect that it's giving. Yeah. So I think that's a good idea, too. Uh, so which one do you want to go with? I would probably say superpowered scoundrels. Okay. Just because I feel like it's the more flexible for the list. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of Terrigen Clouds, but I know myself, I will see immunity to poison and I'll feel obligated to play those two characters. Actually, is Vision immune to poison? Second. Oh, uh, yes, he is. So, actually, three of our characters are. So, let's actually go with, um, with Terrigen. Okay. Yeah, because at that point, you do have a, a very good case to bring Vision along as well. Yeah. Um, and then you could have in another four threat mm-hmm. if we had one. We could bring Steve. Yeah. No, that's what I was thinking. You you bring Steve, Vision. So that's eight, thirteen, eighteen. Uh. Sorry. No. One second. Uh. So yeah. Steven Vision's eight plus five, so that's thirteen. And then if we brought in Captain Marvel, that's seventeen. And then Miss. And then we could. And then, yeah, uh, and then we could do Miss Marvel, and then we just have Steve Avengers on Terrigen Clouds. Yeah. Yep. And then t- only sixty percent of the team is immune to poison. Yeah, and we get fan club on one side of the board. Yep. That just seems fun. <laughs> yep that that's where we're going. Terrigen Clouds. Mm-hmm. Now extracts. I'm going to be cliche, and I'm going to say we need hammers. <laughs> I I was thinking it too. I think that I think that uh, Peter Parker, Amazing Spider-Man with a hammer, is one of the most terrifying things in the game because now he isn't just tanky and annoying; he's tanky and annoying, and he hits like a truck. Well, also we have Beam City. Yeah, and we have Beam City. So <laughs> it, anytime you give damage additions or manipulation to a beam that's consistent throughout the beam. It's always, it's multiplicative. Oh yeah. I hope I said that word right. Uh, bonuses instead of just single time. Yes. Um, what else? So let's see, what else could we do? Uh, oddly enough, we could do mystic Wakanda herbs. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely could, and that's another one that randomly gives an extra dice to Peter. And if you play him with, um, if you play Peter with Steve, you can run up twice, pick up the herb, and then on the next turn, move, and then do a web swing, and you are just out of your actual herb uh, holder. Yeah. And that causes so much pressure on your opponent because yeah. I find that whenever I play herbs, it's pretty much whoever gets to their point first. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, I definitely think herbs is a good option. I want to talk about um, the 14th sweat extract. Oh, Senators? Yeah. Yeah, I think Senators would work out really well. Um, if there is a person who's going to survive with a Senator, it is Amazing Peter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Because if I remember right, the Senator reduces their defense. But it yeah. doesn't matter with Peter because Peter has 443 and gets to reroll any number and has witty banter. Yes, it does move you short. Yeah, it moves you short, but the nice thing about Amazing Spider-Man is he has that ridiculous range three place. Yep. So good luck catching up to him and dealing damage at the same time. Mm-hmm. And if you're playing Steve Vengers, we could say never mind on that instead play Captain Sam Wilson Avengers. Well, Sorry, I just we... did the math. I, was, math. I was like, wait a minute. Well, if we're playing at not 14, we yeah, can play we're not Steve play... Avengers. Yeah, if we're playing at 15, we could pl- definitely play uh, Steve Avengers, but if we're playing at 14 itself, uh, Sam, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Miss Marvel. Do what? Double three, yeah. Yeah, and a double three of, of your choice. I would say Miss Marvel and probably Iron Man. Yeah. Very fair. Just have so, yeah. the range to poke down whoever does have the senator. Yeah, if they somehow get the senator before you, it's kind of funny how quickly Peter runs them down. Oh, yeah. And then let's talk about tactics cards. Well, we've talked about fan club a couple times. I yes. think we have to have fan club. So I there's a couple cards that just jump out to me. The cat and the spider. Oh, yeah, that needs to be in there. Fan club. Um, And then uh, we were talking about... Uh, Ricochet Blast. Yeah, Ricochet Blast needs to be in. Mm-hmm. Avengers Assemble. Yes. Uh, a fun tech card that I think would do us very good on hubs, Mission Objective. Oh yeah, Mission Objective is almost essential on, on herbs. Mm-hmm. And for that matter, Senators. Yeah. Because um, you can, if I remember correctly, you can Mission Objective off of a Dr. Voodoo. If Voodoo, because he makes you drop the herb, right? He makes you drop Correct. It. So, and the trigger for mission objective is uh, when an ally character holding an asset or civilian would drop it, they may spend two. Yep, and then they just go ahead and place it within two where they want, not where the opponent wants. Oh, no, you place it uh, onto another allied character within two. Oh, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that also actually, yeah, sorry, my bad on that one. Um, That actually also allows you to, because I do believe that allows you, if you force Peter to drop his herb and he's within that that back area, he now can drop it on somebody and you're now scoring. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, mission objective most definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, So what do you want out of your restricted cards? Um... To be honest with you, I think that 
I don't worry too much about Brace in this list. No, I don't think so either. Just because we've got so many characters with four physical defense. Yeah. And Peter just gets to re-roll his stuff. Yeah. Um, I know Medpack is always my go-to. I was thinking that as well. Peter is going to take a lot of small ticks of damage. Same with Iron, uh, Iron Man and War Machine because of the flat uh, reduction. Yeah. So Medpack is more useful in that way. Um, oddly enough, I would say the other one, though, would either need to be Field Dressing or Bitter Rivals. Mm. Do we want to be defensive or aggressive? Well, I mean, aggression is the name of my game, and we are in Beam City. Let's go Bitter Rivals, then. Yeah, I think Rivals is probably the good play, because we, we do have Intrusions and Gamma. Yep. And then we also have two things that are single um, objective plays, yep. and those naturally clump people anyway. Uh-huh. Um, another choice for Herb that can just get us there anyway um, is Climbing Gear. Climbing Gear is very good. Uh, fall Back is also pretty good, too. Fall Back. Ooh, that's a card I haven't talked about all that much, but I do think it is a good option. So let's, I think we go with that for a movement option. Yeah, let's do it. Because we have a lot of long-range pieces, so they're probably moving up towards us. And getting a well, pseudo-potting shot is always good. Yeah, and actually, um, if your opponent hits Peter mm-hmm. while he's in that midfield with a fallback, as long as you have the two to spend on it, it doesn't matter. He gets to that point on the next turn anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so if they deal two damage to Peter, which you're actually kind of hoping that they do, mm-hmm. um, you can fall back small, then do your web swing on the next turn and get your movement in, and you're now on your herb on turn two. Yeah. So it it's literally, if your opponent knows what it does and they know the math on it, it is a deterrent to actually hurting Peter. Yeah. See, I like fall back there. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're getting into that dangerous territory where we only have two left. Yes, and there's so many good cards. Yeah, I again, it's it's one of those things that kind of, for me, makes this game so fun, mm-hmm. is that you've got so many choices, but you only got, you know, so many slots. Yes. Um, so, I want to talk about an underplayed card that I think has a lot of potential in this list. Because we are playing two single extracts, and we have a fairly tanky character, but sometimes you need just that little bit extra. Alright. Red Room Training. I actually really like Red Room Training, and I'm here for it. Just giving an amazing Peter stealth. Yeah, you gotta be right up on him to actually do anything. Mm Mm-hmm. And that actually leads me to a card I was thinking about, too. Um, inspiring monologue. Because <laughs> at that point, it's it's insurance for your insurance. It's, I think it may hit the point of diminishing returns. It probably will. I just, I've had those moments where it's like, I did a, I did my complete re-roll. It was like, oh, that was terrible. Mm-hmm. Like so, so maybe my experience with those is by the time you're done with your complete evil, you have at least two skulls, so this actually doesn't do that much. And that's fair because you don't get to reroll the skulls because we're not playing Miles. Yes. 
right, so let's take inspiring monologue off. Yeah. Um, a card that I have to shout out basically every episode because it does such interesting stuff, in my opinion, is No Matter the Cost. No Matter the Cost is really good. Um, I love No Matter the Cost, and that actually might work out really well with this list because, as I was saying earlier, um, Amazing Spider-Man has one of the highest damage spikes in the game. Yeah. And with uh, whatever a spider can. Mm-hmm. Just being able to throw a strength 8 uh, attack with a movement on it and being able to throw a piece of... Well, not even throw, because it's not a, a throw. It's a collision. Yeah. As if it were thrown. Mm-hmm. So you can't brace it. No, you can't. Can you? I thought you couldn't. Uh, it's uh, Brace is whenever you suffer a collision. Oh, yeah, it is. I... I don't know why you invited me on this show. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was, you can't indomitable it. You can't indomitable. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because it's I not actually throwing, it's a collision with a piece of terrain. Yeah, I'm I'm getting the two mm-hmm. interchanged because I'm actually waiting for them to put indomitable on um, the the restricted list. I'm guessing our next BNR update will be the mini extravaganza. Yeah, probably. But also, another thing to comment on, we get a zero-cost rocket punch out of it. Oh, yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. Plus, plus Captain Marvel is actually on that art, so. Yes, but it's, that's a way to get stagger, and seven dice for zero for three health is very good. Yeah, especially towards the end of the game where every single action matters. And also, just using it on Shield Slam, so you keep the power for bodyguarding on uh, Steve, is also a very good option. That's true, too. I love having... And it also does something else that we a lot of people don't think about. Steve is decent on his front side. And he is amazing, amazing on his backside. Back yeah, so the quicker you can get Steve to be able to count his blanks, mm-hmm. the better. Not many characters can say that, where they get a lot better on their backside, but Steve is, is a part of that club. Uh, next week's episode, I would also put in that category. Okay. And I will leave it at that for the viewers to guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think, I think we're pretty good on No Matter the Cost. Yeah, I, th- I think that's going to be a, a, a go. Um, is there anything else that you're thinking about that may push out one of these that we've already talked about? Uh, off the top of my head, no. I'm actually really liking the way this has kind of come together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only one I could even begin to think about, and it's it's not even great, is maybe Face Me or Sacrifice. Sacrifice is very good, but I think we have enough bodyguards in the list that we don't need it. Face exactly. me, I'm a little less um, wowed by in this list. Also, we just pulled it out last week, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those cards that I don't, I've never really seen anybody play, but I also like the idea of it mm-hmm. just as a pseudo mystique uh, deception ability. Yes. So last week's episode, we ended up using it. Let me re pull it up. Uh, going face me. Uh, with uh, Asgard uh, with a hood to back up on healing. 
Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'll have to check it out because um, I've been wanting to get back into Asgard at some point. Yeah. Uh, the list was just like, we use Hood to heal people and the Asgard leadership to take care of the bleed. Yep, that makes sense. That that makes sense. Excuse me. But that does put us to a full roster here. Yep, and it's, it's looking like a mean one. Yes. So, for those of you at home, the full roster is Amazing Spider-Man, Captain America, Captain America, Black Cat, Iron Man, Miss Marvel, Vision, War Machine, Captain Marvel, Okoye. For tactics cards, we have The Cat and the Spider, Fan Club, Ricochet Blast, Avengers Assemble, Mission Objective, Med Pack, Bitter Rivals, Fall Back, No Matter the Cost, and Red Room Training. Then for skills, we have Gamma... Uh, gamma waves sweep across Midwest. Intrusions open across city as seals collapse and Terrigen Cloud sweep over city. Then for extracts, we have Field Grip World as Worthy Terrorized City, Mystic Wakandan Herb, Factor Fiction, and Mutant Extremist Target U.S. Senators. So yeah, that is a very fun list. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to play on the table and I think it's got a lot of teeth too. Yeah. So, if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? They can find me over at the Friendly Neighborhood Web Warrior blog over on uh, Blogger. Very nice. Um, and if you wanted to reach out to me, you can do so. I am Gypt on non-MCP discords, Lexa White on all the MCP discords. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash Lexa White, where you get bonus episodes. I just released a uh, wrap-up of music for the first quarter of the year and my monthly check-in on what I've been watching where you get to hear me talk about um, a bunch of cool TV shows that have been going on and all the cool stuff that's coming out up in May that I'm looking at trying to watch. Um, as well as recently we did a bonus episode on Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is spectacular and everyone should go see it. Um, and then, uh, if you want to email the show, you can do so at morlocksmcp at gmail.com. Um, and if you want to see me play something completely different, most Sunday mornings at twitch.tv slash codapgames, I am playing, uh, Arkham Horror the Card Game with custom content, and we are, I am salivating over the teasers, just give it to me already, you're using all the best art from Call of Cthulhu. So yes, uh, all very exciting things. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And keep experimenting, please.